Think back to what middle school science class was like for you. I was born in 1978, so middle school for me, 6th through 8th grade, was the early 90s. I remember very little about middle school science. I can only picture two of the three teachers I had. Classes were pretty unremarkable. Maybe that's because I wasn't much of a science student. But I remember just sitting in class, reading thick textbooks and taking tests. The most memorable experience I can recall was when the entire class went outside to do a sound experiment. One of my classmates took a big cymbal to the far side of the athletic field, and then he crashed it. Our teacher used a stopwatch to time how long it took from us seeing the cymbal crash to us hearing it. It wasn't very long, but it gave me a good idea of the speed of sound. And obviously I remember it to this day, so it must have been a pretty good experiment. Far more memorable, however, from my middle school years is being one of the very few students who beat our chess club coach in a game. Yes, I was in chess club, back off. Science classes 30 years later are an entirely different beast. Many, even at the middle school level, are STEM classes, science, technology, engineering, and math. On a recent trip I took to one of those classes, there wasn't a textbook in sight. No symbols either. But there was a chess set. This is Alone at the Desk with Nick Lefebvre, a podcast by an average middle-aged guy who just happens to be a TV news anchor. We talk about the exciting and the boring parts of life, the industry, and life in the industry. And we highlight some interesting and important stories along the way. Brought to you by 13 On Your Side News in Grand Rapids, Michigan. You would be forgiven for thinking what you just heard was a construction site. To be fair, it kind of is, but listen a little more closely and you'll realize... Why are you so... <laughs> it's like cricket! These are kids. Hey Ben! Hi Ben! Sure, they have adult supervisors, but this is not a crew of grown men and women building a home. It's a couple dozen eighth graders maintaining a greenhouse. Uh, greenhouse was built two years ago now, and it has literally grown from the very beginning. That's Holland Middle School teacher Bill Borman. His STEM class is one of several that utilizes the greenhouse, which now has 14 beds of different plants. Plain and simple, I think, even as a parent and as a teacher, we're always looking to teach and, and help our children learn what it means to eat well. And some of our students uh, just haven't had the opportunity to be exposed to it, so they don't understand certain things about what certain foods are, how they grow, and I think there's plenty of studies out there that if you don't know what a food is, your odds of eating it go way down. And so just being able to learn where it comes from, what it is, and that when you actually work with a food, it's actually good, and then realizing from a science standpoint what effect that has on your body. And so just trying to help our, all of our students, and honestly the adults, learn what it means to be as healthy as we can be, and there's no better way to do it than grow it yourself. While I was there, the kids were busy taking care of that food by building new trestles. They discovered that some of their plant life didn't stick to its own bed. It was growing all over the place, not socially distancing from the neighbor plants. So they're making the trestles to let those problem plants grow upwards 
instead of outwards. In there, and it serves not only as an educational tool, where we have students learning about soil, soil testing, plant gro growth rates, uh, different diseases, so all science, tech, engineering, and math, but they're also learning what it means to give back. The students are growing actual food, everything from watermelon to peppers to lettuce, kale, and tomatoes, and lots of it. So much so that they're able to feed a lot of people, both students and in the community. Borman says around 65% of the school's students are on free or reduced lunch programs, so there's a need there. They also opened the greenhouse to the community. Last summer, it was a massive success. We easily, honestly, lost track at a point. When we stopped measuring, we had, I think, between 750 and 800 pounds, but we had a lot of stuff in the fall that went out after that as well. So. Uh, it was neat to see literally what was produced and it was neat to see the expression on kids and families' faces when they're like, this is for free, and we're like, absolutely. So as awesome as it is, the STEM class can't be entirely focused on a greenhouse. They do have other lessons and projects they need to work on. And I didn't see one, but I'm sure they have books somewhere. One of those other projects is a custom-made Holland Middle School-themed chess set. Those are pretty fun. Uh, project. Arthur Powell is in the STEM class. He was on the construction team, one of two teams tasked with making the set. I picked up pretty much just measuring and woodworking mostly. The other team was the design team. It was their job to come up with the themed pieces. The technology team had a sort of brainstorming session and we decided like uh, what are some Holland related items or like uh, Holland Middle School related items that we could use. Alan Juarez and his team 3D printed large Holland H's for the bishops, water towers for rooks, tulips stood in for knights, upper and lower peninsulas were kings and queens, although I'm not sure which was which, and pawns were traditional Dutch clompen shoes. Uh, the one shoe probably took the longest because we had to get the curve just right. And oh, the colors, not black and white, they're red and white, just like their school colors. The set is actually their second attempt. Last summer they made just the pieces, but just that little bit drew a lot of attention. And when we did that, uh, we posted some of it on social media, and we had a variety of comments of people saying, where can I buy one? How can I get one? And so from that spawned the idea of saying, well, how about if we maybe look at upping our game a little bit, designing the board itself and designing some maybe bigger pieces. So they did but there was one more piece missing from this chess set. And then auction it off and see where the kids, how we can give back to the community and kind of put that in the hands of the students and to watch where they've run has been fun to see. They knew what they wanted to do with whatever money they raised. Half would go to Community Action House. That's a local nonprofit with a lot of programs. The slogan on their website says, from hunger to hope. So they would absolutely benefit and help a lot of people from this auction. The other half would go back into the greenhouse. The students themselves will use that funding to finish uh, some outside uh, gardening things that we're doing, landscaping things, um, building some trellises. So all of those things take finances, and so it's going to be able to upgrade the greenhouse, add to their learning, but also add to a tool that's able to be used for the community. Two final bits here. First, the winning bid was $1,500. I didn't expect the bidding to reach as high as it did. Even better, that buyer decided to round up his winning bid to $2,000. So $1,000 for the greenhouse, $1,000 per community action house. There's no real reason we need to keep the money if we're also getting money. 
Finally, the kids didn't have to give 10% of the proceeds to eBay because they didn't use eBay. One of the STEM students designed their own website specifically for the auction. So everybody wins. It's not really a stalemate, more like a double checkmate with no losers and a lot of good food. This has been Alone at the Desk with Nick LaFave. If you would like to hear more episodes, just go to 13onyourside.com slash podcasts. You can also find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. And if you'd like to send me a message, you can find me on Facebook or email me at nicklafave at 13onyourside.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.